Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Overcomers and I am your host Dorothy O'Dell. I love Okay, I'm not sure what's going on, but it's like there's a delayed. Uh, anyways, we have the amazing um, Diana Mooring. Diane Mooring on the show. And Mooring, hello. Welcome to the show, Diana. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Diana, can you tell our guests a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Uh, so my husband and I have owned and operated seven different businesses, sold them off, merged them off at different levels of success. And uh, so we've kind of been serial entrepreneurs, if you will. And then when it came time to give back, we started a nonprofit called Stars Forward. And Stars Forward helps our active military and their families get home when they need to. Awesome. I love all that because, sorry guys, I was hearing like a major echo and feedback. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. So Tabitha, thanks for joining us. And I love what you do with Stars Forward. So uh, Diane, can you tell us a little bit about what Stars Forward is all about? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Stars Forward is an organization that helps our active military and their families get home when they need to be there. They're never stationed close to home. And so uh, unless the military actually sends them somewhere, they don't get to travel for free. That's a, that's a huge misconception in the world is the fact that, no, if a soldier needs to get home, our government takes care of that. Well, really, they don't. And since they're never close to home, when things happen and they need to be there, they have to pay out of pocket in order to get home. So what we do is they, they submit a, 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 a form through us, and then we cover all of the expenses for them and, if need be, their families to get home to whatever event is going on in their lives, whether it be good, bad, or otherwise. So we've helped soldiers get home to see their daughters graduate. We've helped soldiers get home to see their daughters born, daughters or sons, but, and we've helped, you know, soldiers get home to be the best man in a wedding to be, you know, so there's all kinds of good things, but then unfortunately when bad things happen, we help them as well. We've helped them get home for funerals. If someone close to them has been in an accident and we help them in those cases too. I love what you guys do. And what attracted me to when I, we were first speaking was the fact that it's it's active duty. We've done a lot with our veterans, but I really love the fact that this is helping our active duty uh, men and women, you know, to be able to get home in those instances when they really need it. And I, I just love that you guys do that. And so what made you guys to start to, to start and start forward? 
So basically, we've been very fortunate in our professional lives. And so we kind of really thought it's time for us to give back. It's time for us to, to help some other people. And my husband is a veteran from in the Marines. And so it was a natural fit that we were going to do something with the military. But we started thinking about the fact, the same thing you just said, that veterans, there are a lot, a lot of programs out there for veterans. And so we decided to start reaching out to all the different branches of the military. And there's something called a family readiness group. And this family readiness group is, is the group that you basically meet when you enter any new base and they kind of show you around and tell you what's going on. And so we reached out to them and said, okay, if we were going to do something for active military, what would make the most impact? What would make the most difference in their lives? And it came back with a resounding emergency travel. The only other people that we know of that cover emergency travel is uh, oh, the, the huge one in the United States. And I can't think of the name of it right now. Just completely. <laughs> but there, there is one other organization. But there's a, there's a saying in the military, two is one, one is none. And so we would love to get to a point where, you know, if there's something we can't handle, they could help. And if they can't handle, we can help. And we don't always cover the same thing. So it makes it really nice for those soldiers. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, and it's funny when my uncle was stationed out in Calgary, um, I believe, I forget who passed away, but somebody passed away and it was just like, we were scrambling to find out how we were going to pay that monies for him to come home. Right. And, um, too bad we didn't know about your services back then. Uh, but it was, uh, de definitely needed. And for anybody that has, um, military family, you know, you know what that's like. So, um, I'm assuming that you guys are funded fully by donations. Um, and, and how can somebody get to you? What's the best way, uh, for them to donate? If you go to starsforward.org, there's a donation button. So you can do a one-time donation. You can do a monthly donation. And, and so you can, you can fill it out and go either way. Perfect. I did put that in the show notes here. So starsforward.org. Love that. Um, yeah, absolutely love that. And thank you. Thank you for being patient with me, guys. There, if there was like a huge echo earlier in feedback, and now I don't hear it. So now I'm <laughs> Oh, man. So, and you and your husband also have a security business too, right? A cybersecurity cyber security business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And tell us more about that. So basically, every time we've started a new company, we've gone on the mantra, see a need, fill a need. And so when our previous company, which was the first one to ever close, was shut down by the pandemic, we kind of did the same thing we always did. We fall back, we regroup with the greatest group of engineers in the world. Big shout out to them. And uh, we, we got together and we started looking around and seeing, okay, what does the world need? And we've always been in the tech space. Everything we've done has been tech oriented. And we always have kind of been in it for the little guy. Like we're in it for the small business owner, the medium sized business owner. Yes, we can help larger businesses and enterprises, but that's not really our goal. Our goal is to help the small to mid sized business space. And so when we started looking around everything, everywhere you looked, it was data breach this and, you know, ransomware that. And that was right around the time that everybody that SolarWinds was in the news for, for their gigantic. They had a supply chain exploit, all different kinds of cybersecurity. And so at that point, that's when we decided 
hey, we need to help because there are no good options in the small to mid-sized business for cybersecurity. Right. Absolutely love that. Love, love, love that. And so um, can you so tell us what it is that you do to help with cybersecurity. For me, I am not your, I don't know anything about IT. Um, and I leave that for the professionals. And that's why we hire you people. <laughs> and that's exactly it. So our big differentiator is the fact that we do cybersecurity differently. We do it through a hardware device. And what that means is by being a hardware device, we sit just inside your firewall. So yes, it is still important to have a firewall. The firewall definitely has a job and I have, I'll, I'll explain that more in just a second. But what, uh, but right behind the firewall, that would be see 100% of the traffic that comes and goes across the internet. And by doing that, that allows us to see 100% of the devices on your network. Most software security systems, actually you have to install an agent on the device you want protected. The problem is we all have devices, whether at home or at our business location, that can't have that software installed on it, such as security cameras, printers, badge access points. Right now, you can't even buy a major appliance without it wanting to talk to the internet. And so with right. all of these conversations being had, that's a space where most cybersecurity misses. And so by ours being a hardware device, we can protect 100% of the endpoints rather than just the computers, the laptops, the tablets, the phones, those kinds of devices. Okay, so I have to ask this burning question because this happens to me pretty much daily. So if I'm talking to somebody about something, guaranteed nine times out of 10, there is a Facebook ad about it the next, like within 24 hours or less. So are they really tapping in to everything that we, that we own? Now, I can't speak about what Facebook is doing or what Google is doing, but I, I agree with you. Those things do happen and it seems very, but usually the things that we've talked about, we've done searches about. And that's where the user agreement for every piece of software you download is so, so, so important to read. There are so many out there that say, we get access to your microphone. We get access to the pictures you take. We get access to every search you do on Google so that they can make those ads come up. And if you just blindly agree to that user agreement, you're saying, yes, please take all of my data. Please spy on everything that I'm doing. Please look at every picture that I take. And, and you're allowing that. So you really have to be careful when it comes to user agreements. Oh, shit. Like, I never even, I never read any of that stuff. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't. <laughs> and, and most don't. And that's one of the biggest things that we suggest is even if you don't want to get into the tech mumbo jumbo, go into the privacy policy. software out there that I'm not going to name. However, it checks your grammar and it checks your typing and you can put contracts and everything through it. But they've said in the user agreement that they get access to everything you have it check. So therefore they're allowed to read through whatever legal contract you're putting through there, whatever, anything that you're putting through there. And it's right there, plain and simple in their user agreement that says that it allows them to do that. Well, no way. And yeah, I have that software because, you know, well, there's a couple of them, so it depends on which one you have, whether it's the one I'm referring to. 
Well, okay, I'll just say it because I can. So <laughs> I use Grammarly. And so that is like, because, and I use it faithfully because, you know, back when I just became an author, I had a couple of spelling mistakes on some things and people ripped me apart as you know so heaven forbid you know you're an author and you have a couple of spelling mistakes in some of your posts and instead of just taking the point of it and and you know it was always inspirational posts someone's gotta poke fun at something and so um you know that's why i got it i have it on everything and that makes sense why i have no privacy <laughs> but that's the thing if you it depends really on what you're having it check i mean if you think about it if you're writing a book could someone else steal the idea? Yes, they could. If you're writing a contract between two businesses, could someone use that against you? Possibly. There's there's so much. Or not. Wow. That, I, I never even thought of that. I just wanted to give a shout out here to Tabitha. She says she loves what you said. Love, uh, see, see a need and fill it. And that's funny because I've always, I've said that myself too. So I'm like, what's the biggest um, business that you could have? See a need and fill it and make, helping both by making and making money at the same time. Hey, I always uh, tell everybody that the Disney movie robots, Big Weld is my hero. So if you see, because that's his mantra, his, he's always talking about being an inventor and see a need, fill a need. So I always say that Big Weld is my hero. Right. Absolutely. Well, and you know, back when the pandemic was starting, I was thinking, because all these um, elderly didn't want to leave their home. Mm -hmm. uh, well, especially here anyways. And basically the only time we could have left our house was to go grocery shopping. So how many seniors out there? Um, you know, I, I saw lots on Facebook complaining that to, um, they have this, I forget what it's called, but you order the groceries and then they'll deliver them, but they were charging them like 18 to $20 just to, uh, deliver them. And then there was a surcharge on top of the groceries. I'm like, well, why don't I just go do this for the elderly? But, you know, uh, I, I was, I'm an essential worker, so I never got downtime, um, during COVID. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I was thinking what a great way that that could have helped the community and, and things there like were, that but there were a group of people in our community that did that because we have a whole section up front that's kind of a retirement village and so we mm -hmm. had that but me being with stars forward stars forward did not have any downtime during the pandemic either we had soldiers stranded everywhere and all kinds of things happening so stars forward actually did a lot of work during the pandemic yeah. Well, I can imagine, because like you said, like then the soldiers coming back just, you know, for there's a lot of different things that was going on, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. A oh, lot absolutely. of people say we had, a, we had a group of soldiers that were we don't want to say stranded, but they were they were actually when all of the flights shut down where they weren't letting anybody fly. They were actually on an annex of a base. So they were 10 miles away from the main base. And because they had just flown in they weren't even allowed on the main base. So they had no access to the PX, which is the grocery store for, and they weren't allowed to go in town because all the restaurants were closed. So they, they were actually bringing them three meals a day, but that was it. 
like that they couldn't go to the grocery store they couldn't shop they couldn't do anything and if you think about they're in a barracks so basically they're in a room with a bunch of beds and the wi-fi was so sketchy that they could only get on the wi-fi and the cellular were so bad they could only let one group on every three days so that was the only time they could check in on their families or whatnot, and they were going out of their mind. And someone contacted Stars Forward, so we put together a humongous Amazon wish list, and everybody came together and shipped them everything from snacks and candy to hand soap and detergent to snacks and footballs and Sudoku books. And we had the greatest turnout for that. They received so much stuff that they were actually able to leave it behind for the people that were coming in after them. They had board games and all kinds of models and all kinds of stuff that we sent to them to try and help out. Oh my gosh. I love that. So your community, your search forward is more than just like getting them home. I mean, it's like a whole community of need. Right. And I love that. We, we have to be careful because we have to stay within particular confines. But during the pandemic, we were allowed to branch out further than what we normally are. And so, like, mm-hmm. we had a group that were sent, uh, they were deployed overseas, but that was back when masks were really scarce. So what mm-hmm. we did is we pulled a bunch of our volunteers together and we actually sewed 200 masks in a weekend and shipped them out on a Monday. So they had them, it actually met them at the barracks the very first day they showed up where at their deployment area so they they had masks and they were so happy they all sent me pictures with masks on and they were so happy to have them because even though they were considered the place they were being shipped to was considered non-essential they thought they were essential so we got those taken care of for them right you know and it's funny how things shifted from essential to non-essential too during that time right yeah well at least here in canada because it was (laughs) without getting political, it was all about politics and, um, you know, and things change like moment to moment. And, and I get, and when something happens for the first time or the first time in over a hundred years anyways, um, because if we, if we look back at history, you know, there was, uh, not only the swine flu at one time, but then there was, uh, an outbreak back. I thought I read somewhere in the early 1920s or 30s or something like that there was an outbreak of pandemic back then too so history does repeat itself and i guess we were just blessed enough to see if he repeated <laughs> yeah i could have skipped that now the only good thing that came out of it though is i don't believe you and i would have ever met had everything That's not true. been pushed online you being from canada me being from ohio I don't think our paths would have crossed. So the silver lining for me to the whole pandemic was pushing networking online. And that way we got to meet a whole new onslaught of people that were like from everywhere. I now know people all across this great nation and Canada. And, and it's all been because of the networking being pushed online. You know, I, and I love that you said that because yes, there was a lot of downside, but there's a lot of good side. If you, if you came out of the pandemic with not having learned something like a new skill or something that was on, that was on you. Because I mean, I wrote a book, I wrote two books, uh, started this, this platform, got two shows going all within the pandemic. So, I mean, seriously, we all, you know, could have taken advantage of it. Some, most did, some didn't. And and you're right. You know, I, I think absolutely um, bringing the network online, even the playing field across the, the world, let alone just across the United States. Right. And so, because I've, I've, 
actually done um, business in, um, I want to say, I want to say Berlin, but I don't know if it's Berlin. Um, I know Ireland anyways. I know I've had a, a, a couple guys on here from Ireland and, and things like that. So it's just been an absolute pleasure, um, you know, using this space and, well, I know we're going to be in, I know we're going to be in Ohio sometime before March. So we'll have to, uh, when I get the date firm, we'll have to connect in person, but. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe even go watch a football game together. Who knows? <laughs> no, football will be done by then. Football will be done by then. Yeah, well, what am I thinking? Bowl, yeah. The Super Bowl is coming up here shortly. February 12th. Yes. <laughs> but. Uh, at least your at least your team team kicked butt last night. So <laughs> I have to say, not not a football fan. Like I watch football, I enjoy football, I love football food. So I'm the one in the kitchen cooking all the football food while everybody else watches. But literally, I walk into the room and I'm like, which team has the cooler uniform? Yep, that's my team for today. And so I love to so watch funny. football, but I don't necessarily have any you know loyalty to any one team. I think that was hilarious. My mom used to pick the uh, winning team by the color of the helmets. See, there you go. Same same kind of idea. It's just whichever uniform I think is yes. cooler, then that's my team for the day. And I love that. So do you guys have any um, events planned, like any fundraising events planned for Stars Forward in the near future? So we always do the, the Dayton Air Show, which is in the middle of the summer. But it's unfortunately, it's very localized. The only online fundraising events that we do is occasionally we'll do them through Facebook. And so if you're not following Stars Forward on Facebook, please do, please do. Uh, the information was in the invite, but uh, it's very easy to find us on, on, on Facebook. But we do some there, but most of the stuff that we do is in person here, local in Cincinnati. Perfect. Okay. Well, when, when you have those events, let us know and we'll get the Facebook world involved for sure. Okay. Um, you know, that, because uh, I, I truly love what you guys are doing, um, you know, and, and seeing behind that. And um, like you said, there's just so many um, great veteran organizations, but this is a, a good one that we could sink in and help our active duty members. So, um I do know that I've, I've mentioned you to other organ veteran organizations and say, Hey, any of your friends active duty, because, you know, we need to team up with these guys. Um, and I know that uh, I've talked to the executive director of uh, camaraderie rescue mission too. And doing maybe one, once we can figure out what we're doing with our website, we'll, we'll get you up there so that, you know, people, we like to collaborate with different organizations so that your name gets further out there. Oh, we would, we would definitely well. appreciate that. We would definitely, and anybody looking to do a birthday fundraiser or anything like that on Facebook, we love it when our followers make us the, the, the place that they're no, donating to for their birthday. So anything like that, every little bit helps. And that's the thing that I can't seem to get across to people the most is if, if you can only afford $5, then $5 still helps. It helps us buy a ticket. We're in the process right now. Uh, big news is we're, we're trying to get on Delta's, uh, um, they have a new, basically where you can donate Sky Miles. It's called Skywish, and we're trying mm -hmm. to uh, partner with them so that people will be able to donate Sky Miles for Stars Forward to use to help get our military home. So with that, hope we are very hopeful we'll come on board in, in mid March. So I will let you know about that as well. Oh, that's awesome! 
that'll be that is awesome that will be a huge help if people can donate because a lot of corporate accounts and whatnot, they have all of these sky miles. They have no idea what to do with them. They're more than they're ever going to use in this lifetime or the next two. And they're like, we would gladly donate sky miles to you. So I have jumped on that and we are really trying to push hard to get that in and done. Awesome. Well, once you get that, then we'll go to air miles. <laughs> Because it it does seem no matter how many air miles I've collected, it's never going to be enough to get me a trip anywhere. But if you <laughs> collectively put them, any collectively put them, what's well, funny? My uncle, before my aunt passed away, my uncle said, "You know, I have all these air miles, and your aunt never wanted to travel." I said, "Well, why didn't you pick me? I would have went with you somewhere." And so he had enough air miles to travel the world. I I don't know how many times, um, but you know after a reasonable amount of period, he found a new wife. And uh, so him and his new wife got to travel. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta love that. But yeah, definitely tell us when that happens because we'll get the, um, we'll definitely either get you back on or definitely yeah. uh, tell our listeners about that so that they can donate their sky miles. Cause that, that is absolutely wonderful. Perfect. And so with the cybersecurity, um, how can people reach you on with that end if somebody needed so uh, our website help with that? Is, our, our website is mycyberstack.com. Brand new website. That's one of the really cool things. And another thing that differentiates us is all of our pricing is out there on the on the website. Whether you're a brick and mortar business, we have the Nader Professional Edition. And then uh, we also have the Nader, oh, that's the business edition, sorry. Then we have this one that you see behind me, which is the Nader Professional Edition. I don't know if that's like clear or not. But so what that one is, that's actually, it's actually a travel Nader. So this one actually you pop it in your laptop bag and it goes with you to protect you while you're on airplanes, while you're in hotel rooms, while you're on site at a customer's site, while you're, um, anytime you're away from home and you have to connect to an untrusted Wi-Fi. So whether you're at Starbucks or at the Hilton or at a trade show, anytime you have to connect to what we call an untrusted Wi-Fi, that what you do is you hook your laptop to it, it hooks to the Wi-Fi, and then basically you have a little force field around whatever whatever you're traveling with so that they can't get to your data. You don't have to worry about what else is on that network. You don't have to worry about if there's malware floating around on their Wi-Fi or anything like that. You are totally and completely protected with the professional unit. Wow. I didn't even know that existed. And just think of how many people didn't know that till now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you're on the same Wi-Fi with a hacker, you're basically wide open for something called a man-in-the-middle attack. And basically, since they're coming from the same Wi-Fi you're on, your computer assumes that they can be trusted. And you never know who you're flying with. You never know who you're in a hotel with. You never know. There's something called spoofing a Wi-Fi where someone can actually get a room in a hotel, put up their own Wi-Fi, call it the name of the hotel. And when you hook to it, they get access to everything that's on your computer, save passwords, emails, corporate data, anything. And if you connect to the cloud, now they're connected to your cloud. And so when you think about traveling around and taking your laptop or your tablet everywhere you go, think of all the untrusted places we connect to. It, it's a big, scary world out there when you know what's possible. I tell everybody all the time, 
your printer can stab you in the back. Holy smokes. Tabitha says this, that's what she's excited about, you know, yes, taking she, that and traveling. Yeah, she <laughs> wants to take that and be able to travel. Wow, that's interesting. Um, I hope Kimberly is listening to that because I know she travels quite a bit. She's in the green room right now, but she'll be on shortly. But yeah, no, that definitely, um, definitely needed. And so you said that protects your cell phone as well or uh, just your... Yes. No, you can connect any device that connects to the to the internet. So what we have is this is also considered our solopreneur and entrepreneur version. So basically you can install it at your house to protect select devices. We have so many devices at our house. I keep saying, I keep referencing my daughter who has a Wi-Fi toothbrush, like who needs a Wi-Fi toothbrush, but whatever. But so we have all of these devices to protect each one of those devices would make it uncost feasible. Like there'd be no way to be able to afford that. So what we do is we take the most important devices or the devices that you use for your business or for banking or anything that you want to make sure that stays private. Because if you have kids that are gamers, they don't pay attention to anything. They just click until the game shows up and that's that. And so right. by being able to take this and put it at your house, you can connect up to 30 devices to it. So you can connect your computer, your laptop, your spouse's computer, their laptop, a work printer. You have to be on a different printer than your kids if your kids, for whatever reason, print. But then a lot of people put the ring doorbell on there because they don't want people being able to hack into and be able to see their children at home because a lot of them use the internal cameras in their house to figure out when kids get home from school. And so by having that on the Nader device, you don't have to worry about anybody spying on or being able to see your kids or you at home or who's at your front door. I love that. I love that. And well, okay, now you had me thinking because we have rain. We don't have the cameras. We just have it so that when we set it and we leave, if the the sensor, one of the door sensors or window sensors are come open, then that's when the, the alarm goes on. Mm -hmm. And um, I never thought of that because it is 100% run by Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we found that out the hard way. Um, yeah, I, I never thought about that. And then, you know, if somebody wants to get into your house, they hack into your security system, that your security system, your computers, everything like that. And see, that's Shit. where I talk about the printer, because like if you think about trusted relationships, your printer and your laptop, they have a trusted relationship. They're allowed to talk. So even if you have an agent on your laptop and the printer decides to send you malware, that agent isn't going to protect you because of the fact it knows your computer is allowed to talk to your printer and your printer is allowed to talk to the computer. There's a two-way communication string there. So we're seeing more and more that who, I always compare this to like the matrix, you know, the agent in the matrix that is such, you know, a, a, a harsh guy, bad guy. Nobody wants to go up against an agent. Well, neither do hackers. They don't want to go up against the agent on your laptop because they can come in through the one inept guard that is your printer and they can come right in, get right onto your computer and your agent isn't even looking. So when I say that your printer can stab you in the back, it really can. And it's already allowed to talk to your computer. And if you're at a, a brick and mortar establishment, it's even worse because now your printer's networked. It's talking to 50 different computers. There are, nobody prints much anymore. So everybody hooks to one printer. Somebody gets on that printer. Now it can get into like, it can get 
on your network. It can get around. It can do anything. And it all right. came in through your printer. And most people don't even realize that that's a possibility. So they don't know to protect them. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't think about it at all. Do you guys help businesses too, or just, uh, just, um, for residential? Oh, no, we, we help, we do small to mid-sized businesses, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, all the way up to, and including like we have manufacturers that have this installed at their plants, because again, you can't install an agent on a manufacturing line. However, hackers get in there and change one or two numbers. They can screw up a million dollar run just by changing a few little numbers and they do it just maliciously. It's, it's awful. The fact that they do it just basically to be awful. Right. I'm just thinking, cause I know we're changing, we have new it at work. So they're trying to change all of security mm -hmm. and they have, they've been implementing some new stuff. And when you said, um, you know, the, the printers and all of us connected to the different. So not, uh, and not only that, like head office is by where I'm at, but then we also have plants from Romulus to Texas to Georgia and surrounding areas. And all of them are into the main hub. So you have all of these facilities. No wonder why our IT was going gray. And we go through this. Well, but that's the whole thing is that if you can, if you're a networked printer and that network connects to all those different, it can actually go to those different locations. It doesn't have to stay on the local area network. It can go to the wide area network and, and wreak havoc on an entire business. And if it's, if it's installing ransomware, it can eventually shut everything down until you pay a ransom and all because you didn't protect a printer, a security camera, badge access. If you connect, if you, actually control your HVAC system from your phone. They can hack that. We've had, we've seen people get hacked through an elevator system because they owned the building. So the elevator system was on their Wi-Fi, and they got in that way. I mean, a Las Vegas casino got hacked through the aquarium in their lobby. These guys spin. No way. Literally you can Google it, that they were actually hacked through the heating unit on the aquarium. Now granted, their aquarium is bigger than my office, but that's beside the point. It's a huge multi-million dollar probably aquarium. But at the same time, hackers got in and stole all of their high roller data through the heating unit on that aquarium. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Huh. It's it's amazing, you know, and somebody who okay, so I've been I've been called naive. Um <laughs> And, but it's just, I don't think like that, you know, I don't think to screw somebody over. I, I help the people. I don't screw them over, but I don't think like a hacker no. and I don't think, think like that. And, you know, everything that you're saying is making me really think overtime here. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, and that's the this. thing. You don't know what you don't know. And so that's why if you look up Nader on LinkedIn, we've started doing Cyber Terminology Tuesday. And we've started really trying to do these educational posts about the fact, you know, your printer can stab you in the back, that bad things can happen. There's things called spoofing and there's things, there's all this stuff out there. And the more we can educate people, the better off they are. So if you find me on LinkedIn, you can get to DS Labs and then the showcase page is Nader. And there's all kinds of stuff out there. And we're posting more and more every week to kind of try and educate people because 
unfortunately, even the software security companies that come out, they're telling you about what they do protect. They're obviously not going to tell you what they don't protect. They're not going to tell you, by the way, your printers need protecting, but we don't do that. And so most people don't even think about these peripheral devices that we have all around us that at any point in time can be hacked. And the cool part about DS Labs and the Nader device is it is so affordable. It really doesn't even move the budgetary decimal point. Whether you're doing the brick mortar business edition or whether you're doing the professional edition, there's a, there's two different things you can do. You can pay for the device up front and get a lower monthly fee, or you can have a slightly higher monthly fee and no cost up front. So really, can you afford not to do it is the question. Right. And Tabitha says that's the reason hackers get so many people. You know, because we don't know. think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't know. It never happened. Don't think it's going to happen to us until it does, right? Um, that's always yeah. the thing. That's the thing we hear the most is a lot of people have the misconception that hacking is a one-to-one kind of scenario. And they're like, well, I'm not a target. Why would anybody want to hack me? Well, the thing is, is I like to tell people, if you remember the old movie War Games, And the main character would come home from school and he would take his phone and he would plug it into a device that would sit and dial phone number after phone number. So it was 555-1111, 555-1112, until a computer answered and he got that signal. Well, that's how hackers work. They throw out this broad net and they do that same idea, but with IP addresses. And all they're waiting for is for there to be a computer on the other end that answers. They don't even know what kind of device they've connected to, but they're smart enough. And this is their full-time job. They don't do anything else. This isn't a weekend gig for them. This isn't something they do on the side. This is their 40 hour a week job and they're good at it. And they're becoming better and better at it, which is why we have to have better defenses against it. And so it doesn't matter if you're a target or not. If you have one port open on one place on your firewall, you have one, think about your house as your business. You have one open window, something you forgot to lock, something you forgot to close down, they're in. And then it's over. And that's the scary statistic. 60% of small to mid-sized companies that have a data breach are out of business inside of six months. Wow. That's insane. 60%. Yes. I'm writing this down. Wow. That's. Well, I mean. And and so how many companies would that be? Like how many companies do you know? I I don't have a number off the top of my head because it's hard to track. I mean, if you think about the fact that so many watch the news right now, everything you see is this person had a data breach. PayPal just had a data breach. Riot Games just had a data breach. And the the sad thing is, is like this one from PayPal, they came out and said, oh yeah, we had a data breach in December. So everybody's like, okay, that's kind of scary. How, and, and they only have to come out and say that they've been breached, but then as they find out more, they have to let us know. We'll come to find out the initial breach was back in July of last year. Who's been paying attention to every little five cent charge on their credit card between then and now when they're just now coming out and saying that this has been a problem since July. Wow. And how many of us should pay out? I mean, I do. It's supposed to be secure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember re seeing that because one of my Hollywood producers um, got really upset with that. Uh, I, I saw a couple of his posts and I was just like, what the heck happened here? Uh, it, it's funny because I, I use PayPal, but then um, one of the transactions that I had with one of my clients, they, they refused it. So I don't use it anymore. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Um, yeah, but you're right with the companies like that, especially when they're, it's that's all they do is transfer money. They have to be safe and secure, right? Right. And now they have, now they have their own bank. So in order to open a bank account, they have to have your social security number. They have to have, so think about the information that can be lost. And if big companies like that can be breached, that's the problem. Small companies, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what to put into place. They don't, that's where I, I this is where I, you'll, you'll see the passion come out because that's where I want to help. I want to make sure these small businesses are protected and can afford really great protection. And, mm -hmm. and that's where, uh, that's why we do what we do is we want to make sure that these small to mid-sized businesses have a great option for cybersecurity because one wrong click, it just takes one wrong click and it can undo your entire business. Everything you've worked so hard for, everything you've put your blood, sweat and tears into can be gone in that instance of one click. Yeah. Thomas says, I have two scammers waiting for payment and PayPal, <laughs> you know, in hospitals, um, I know there was a huge breach, uh, in the hospital here where I live and I'm thinking, you know, that's scary. So not only is it your financial information, but your medical too, right? Cause right. here in Canada, free healthcare, um, you know, um, and I say quotation marks around that because t technically the, the amount we're taxed, it's not free healthcare. We're, we're, you know, 13% on everything you purchase that isn't essential, um, you know, adds up. So yeah, the, but then, you know, somebody hacks into that and. Well, and we're know. expected to give them all of our information. Like here in America, you have to give them social security numbers. You have to give them yeah. all of this and they won't help you until you do. So we're supposed to trust them with all of this personal information, all of this. And I mean, there's there's stories, there's things online where you can see where people have broken into doctor's offices just to find out what medications people take so they know what to do to take them out of the picture. And these are big, big. I mean, these are your bigger. This is where small cybersecurity doesn't really have a lot to worry about. But when you're talking about millions of dollars at stake, it's amazing the lengths that they will go. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll help you. We'll help you get into some of these major corporations here because <laughs> they could use it. I mean, seriously, um, you know, just thinking about everything that could be wiped out, you know, um, we have everything on our computers and our phones. I mean, our my phone is basically like a computer itself, right? I think everybody uses it as, as that. Like I can do anything from stream to my banking, like you said, to whatever. Um, and we need to get that, you know. How many people we need to get the tap to pay? How many people use? And so it's like, where do we trust putting our information and where do we hold back? It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the privacy policies and all of this, that, and the other. You've really got to be careful of where you put your information and to keep an eye on things. I mean, ever, I've heard so many people say, I depend on LifeLock. Well, LifeLock just came out and said that they got hacked 
and a ton of information was stolen from them. And that's the vault where you're supposed to put everything to keep it safe, to know if anybody is using your information maliciously and they got hacked. Mm. Wow. So when you're paying monthly to take everything and stick it in this, what you're considering to be this big kind of bank vault of information, you're expecting that to stay safe. So when I saw that they were hacked, I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. Is anybody safe? No, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like we're safe. <laughs> you can be, depending on how they're getting in. You can be. There are lots of steps that you can take. And that is the next version of our education is going to be things like there are so many people that don't have two-factor authentication turned on because it's such a pain. You know, to pick up that phone and type in that code is such a pain. But at the same time, it prevents 99% of attacks. So if you think right. about that, but yet only like 83% of people even use it in one instance, let alone across every platform they use. So when you start thinking statistically, there are a lot of things that you can do to prevent these things, but it's all in an education. Right. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Diana, for uh, sharing with us so passionately about Stars Forward and cybersecurity. Um, wow. You definitely give me a lot to think about. <laughs> and, and now comes the other half of our show when we're going to bring on Kimberly and her amazing guest. Oops, hold on. Uh, and her amazing guest, Christian. Uh, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Diana. Hello. You're amazing. It's been oh, such a privilege to, to to get you to get to listen to you share uh, tonight and everything that you're up to. And you really, it, it's it's so fun. You know, um, I hear a lot of people, you know, really struggling with the day to day of life. Um, and you're such an inspiration of someone who's out there, you know, yucking it up in life with like everything that's like, you know, I like to refer to life as the bountiful, you know, smorgasbord, right? And you're out there like, I'm, I'll, let me get into all of it. So it's, it's really great. It's really amazing. And, and it's just, it, it, it warms my personal heart because um, that's, I love seeing it. I love seeing people be like, hey, what are we going to do today? You know, so thank you for that. Um, and we always laugh, right? Because, you know, everybody everybody who watches the show knows this is not our show. You know, we steward the show. It's the Holy Spirit show. And it never fails, right, Dorothy? Here we are. We've got a serial, successful serial entrepreneur as a lead <laughs> guest. And, oh, hello, you know, flying in from Arizona, we have a very successful serial entrepreneur who's also sold his companies. And Christian, I'm going to let you just jump in and share all the goodies you got. Oh, we can't hear you. Technical difficulties. More technical difficulties tonight. Tonight is the night. Of, and then the world gets to see how we perform because we have the Holy Spirit on our side. We don't make it mean anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it's, uh, you know, great. My name's Christian. And, um, you know, earlier, cybersecurity is such a hot topic, like multi-factor authentication. 
I mean, you're you're talking two factor authentication, which most people aren't doing anyways. But then right. to get secured, to get insurance, to get protected from the most vulnerable attacks, you have to have multi factor authentication. So if you don't even have multi factor authentication and you're still figuring out what two factor authentication is, um, yeah, say goodbye to some of your business. And I was hacked. I was at the uh, um, I was I was premiering, um, giving a talk in front of 5000 people. I was being voted on as a small business icon finalist of the year. And three days later, we get hacked. We get uh, we get null and void. Our website has skull and crossbones and like naked ladies on it. Um, and so talk to me about like what do you have to do at the most opportune times of your life is be be protected and be secure. Our it would ended up being our host that got hacked. So um, yeah, we were one of the targets because we were like on this automated email marketing, you know. And I'm giving this speech on you know like create space in your life so that you can really take time. And you know we got five days of space because our customers can come in. Uh, we had tons of phone calls and we had to learn how to live without a website for five days. Um, and we were not that kind of company. So it it created for us though going into mobile, going into apps, going into other opportunities. So you're not reliant on just one place to do some of your access to your customers. So great topic. Always love it. Um, so who I am is a coach. Like I just, my teams win. Um, and I got really good at teams. And so in 2010, I got to go to South Africa. Um, my club team was winning. My high school team was number one ranked in the, in the nation. Um, that year. And I got bored coaching teams. I focused on individuals uh, and I started a private soccer academy. And um, from that private soccer academy, let's do this one thing really well all the time. Um, and we're just going to like focus on every customer as if they were our own. And Left Foot Coaching Academy had over, you know, 2,500 students over 12 years. And I own the real estate and we discovered all of the things that were able to be created from your word. And I was just recently talking to a client. In one week, I created a business plan that for 12 years ran the company. So when people talk to me about, um, oh, I've been running, I've been in business for two or three years, but where's your business plan? It's like, well, so it's almost like you're chasing your tail, right? Like you're just like, oh, I'm just doing the business business is doing me um and you know at the left foot coach why i created and formed the left foot coach was um i i didn't want business owners to be self-employed thinking they own a business and so like great you created a job for yourself but you didn't create freedom for yourself and so the business operating with you or for you is a great question and um you know ultimately if you know the answers to those questions you then get to discover other questions and one of the key questions if it ever gets to you is how many vacation days do you have while your business is still forming selling delivering accounting and managing without you that you are on vacation you're like literally i don't have a phone like i don't even need to be there because my business is operating without me and I'm still making money. I still have cash in my account. I'm able to go on a, you know, I, I was there, I was in Florida, we were off the keys and like I saw notifications on my phone, there was stuff going on at the company, but everyone had it. Like 
they didn't need me. Like I wasn't delivering the services. I wasn't accountable for paying the bills. I wasn't running the advertising. The, that worked. It worked without me. So I got to 36 days vacation days paid. You know, I was still drawing salary, you know, whatever bonuses I had, but 36 vacation days. And I asked that question to many business owners. And most often the answer is zero. There are zero days that some of us as self-employed or business owners that if they weren't there, they couldn't deliver their service or they couldn't perform uh, on an account. They couldn't manage account. They couldn't pay a bill. The bill can't, if the bill can't be paid without you, you're not in a business, you're self-employed. And so no differentiating that I think for businesses um, and, and, you know, part of my history though, was as a graduate of um, Naropa university, which is a Buddhist university. And we were all about social change and, you know, still being Buddhist and meditating. And um, I, I, I had the opportunity to consult with over 200 business owners in Boulder. Um, Boulder, Colorado, we are the small business association. Any conversation you hear about local own, uh, shop locally, um, I was on the forefront of that. I was like the mysterious third in the relationship of uh, two co-founders, a, a Boulder, Books, Boulder bookstore founder and then an ad advocate uh, activist, Jeff Milchin. And so I was their intern and created their website and, uh, you know, figured it out. So I see a comment, not that bad, but I do work 16 hours a day, seven days a week. So you work for someone though. Um, and so like, if you work for someone that might be, be what it's like, but if you're working for someone that's you and you're working that much, you don't have the vacations, your business isn't a machine. Um, and that's what like, I, I really found is like, we operated the business as a machine. Like, you know, it needs oiling or it needs, uh, it needs this, you know, uh, you know, like adjusted or manipulated. And I kind of found secrets into that when I was uh, developing that advice for being the face of a company. Um, well, if you're under two to $5 million, you're a personality driven business. So um, at, at about two to 5 million is when the company can operate without you. And it's the brand that's delivering the service. So like, you know, I go to Breaks Plus because it's the brand that delivers the service, not John's mechanic shop um, where I'm expecting John to be there. So, you know, and, and a lot of a lot of, you know, a lot of us as business owners, uh, unfortunately, deliver like Dorothy Graham's podcast and Dorothy Graham always has to deliver the podcast now, which then um, if it was the left foot coach or the, you know, the left, it was left foot coaching Academy people hate, they were always like, well, is it soccer? And I'm like, no, it's coaching. We just use soccer as our expression of coaching and we play soccer a lot, but it was never Christian Esquerdo's soccer training. And that, that allowed me to sell the company that allowed me to have vacations that allowed uh, people to come, um, a lot of people to come and recognize the values of what a left foot coach would do and deliver an experience. And so that's why I say it's a phenomena of experience, uh, the left foot coach. Can I just say, I want to, 
give a shout out to Johnny Walker here. He is a vet, a Marine veteran. Johnny, yeah. this is the first time Johnny's been on our show. So welcome. This guy is amazing. So, uh, and he's asking you all the question here. Christian. Yeah. So. I, I love it. I'm just reading it. It's, it's kind of nice to read on the screen. And, and yeah. See who I am with, you know, whatever he's question. He's Good, uh, Christian, um, can we get your information to get it out there to the audience? Where can uh, they contact you? You know, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn right now. That's kind of like where I'm found. And and I'm going with the kind of brand recognition I delivered when I first started. Um, I have like four or five clients. I'm going to take on 10 clients right now. And um, lefty number one uh, became like this phenomenal player. She was you know, number one in the state. She won a high school state championship. Uh, she went to Vermont and then you know, several kids that she generated from there um, were, you know, amazing successes because I just put it, all my effort into like making three or four clients great. And so that's really my focus right now um, with the Leffo Coach. So it's like those who know me, know me. Um, and those who don't know me, don't know me because, you know, the ones who know me, it's they're the ones I'm focused on right now. Um, and so I never had a business card in 12 years. Uh, of running my company. Um, and and I stood by that. Like at about eight, year eight, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, I've never had a business card. I'm not using one. Um, if you want to know me, you can go, you know, find me who I am. And so that's the real joy of like the brand I created as well, is that at, at the peak of our company, um, you know, I walked onto a session and the kids didn't know who I was. And I was able to stand and watch the services being delivered and talk to customers and they didn't know who I was. And I'd just be like, oh, hi, how you doing? Are you enjoying your experience here? Yeah, is there anything I can get you? Uh, <laughs> you know our coaching works and things like that. And um, yeah. you know, they really enjoyed it. And I think that's the liberation of a business owner at that point. Yeah. Um, the company's profitable, yeah. everything's happening. There was dinner on the table, my kids were around. Um, and, and, and things worked because there was just like a, a calm and a peace. And I call that the walk on the beach. Um, and when you can walk on the beach with your life and your business, um, I don't know, that's kind of the life I'm creating. Christian, that sounds like a good package. The walk on the beach package. Would you like my walk on the beach package? Yeah. Like you, want, <laughs> you want to walk on the beach with me, you know, it's like, I think every business needs the owner. So here, here's what we're creating with Dorothy is like, I'm going to give these offers. I got five other customers. Um, I want to do, it's 500 a month to talk, listen to me, map out your life. Um, Cause it is about your relationships, right? So like I, I created my relationship with my business for my wife and kids. Um, but then at a certain point, it didn't work for my life and kids. And so that's why I sold and being able to sell for my, for my wife and kids, it was part of that liberation and freedom um, to be able to have a life on the beach beach right so like i created something that i was able to sell and you and you know this too diana like you're able to like complete it and create it right you create and complete and move on and go create again so i think it's a beautiful skill so i'm offering 500 dollars a month um i get to pick and choose at two to 20 percent of how to be invested in the success together with you um and we work for three to six months to get the basics and then at six months we're creating and maximizing and amplifying what you got um and if it works out that i get 20 percent of a cut of anything that i create with you great so um i'm i'm looking forward to that and then we and we sell when we move on so um 
but that's you know and creating exit plans for entrepreneurs a lot of entrepreneurs don't have exit plans so so christian i need to get responsible i just i know that the audience was uh very much enjoying the richness of what you're delivering tonight and we have less than a minute to get everyone's fundamentals in so diana would you like to share your three fundamentals and christian you want to be ready you're up to you're up you're in the batter's box Oh, sorry. My three fundamentals are honesty, intentional, and authentic. Mm, beautiful. Would you like to say anything more about those? They're, they're, they're pretty solid on their own. And is there anything that drives that for you, Diana? I always try to be honest in everything I do. I try to be intentional in the pe- with the people that I meet and the introductions that I make. And authentic is how you build relationships. So I base myself on those three things. Beautiful. If I could, if I could heart you right now, I would totally do that. They're, they're awesome. They're awesome. Christian, bring well, us home, buddy. Bring us home. Build, I think building with that is access, opportunity, and flexibility. They were the hallmarks of Left Foot. And by creating them in my life uh, and in all my relationships, do, do, does everyone have access to our great services? Am I accessible? Am I, am I open? Is there opportunity? Like, we, we forget how we diminish people's opportunities and it, as well as our own, right? And then the flexibility, like, oh, I'm flexible enough to do whatever I can do where, wherever the opportunities and the access provide me. And so by answering those three questions in my life, I've like opened up love, I've opened up relationships, I've opened up business opportunities. And so access, opportunity, and flexibility. If you can answer those three questions for people, um, your world will be transformed. Okay, this is just a night of hearts everywhere. Heart, you get a heart, and you get a heart. You both get a heart. <laughs> Did I get go. my gold star for the day? Did I get That's my gold right. star? That's right. That's right. It's better than a gold star. It's a heart. Okay. It's a red a heart. heart. A gold heart. <laughs> gold heart. Uh, uh, there you go. Gold, a gold heart for the evening. There you go. That's right. right. Ooh, I think we even just better. Even I better. We just branded even something. Better. There we go. And right. well, Dorothy, back to you. Okay, I just have to say I connected Johnny and Christian and LinkedIn. So he want he wants to talk to you. So there you go. I've done that for you. Uh, and thank you to all of our amazing uh, people in the comments here and that have showed up tonight. Um, definitely has been a pleasure seeing you in the comments and seeing you on here. And thank you so much, Diane and Christian, for sharing your heart and your passion with us on the show tonight. I just absolutely know that um, both of you uh, have a heart to help people, and we are truly blessed to, to have you on. Thing to Diana, I did three and a half months research on selling and um, positioning a cybersecurity for small businesses. If you want any of the glimmerings of that research, let me know. I will, I will be connecting with you on LinkedIn, and we can meet up. And as long as you're accessible and flexible, we'll be meeting very soon. All right. I think I might have an opportunity for you. Hey, you, you have the special privilege because you're the guest tonight to meet up with them in the green room after the show. So, damn. Baffles. So you two don't go away. But I just want to say a special thank you to our sponsor tonight, uh, Be Oily with Bonnie. Definitely connect with Bonnie for all your essential oil needs and go to BeOilyWithBonnie.com for all those needs. With that, Again, thank you to everybody uh, and be unstoppable in all that you do and see you same time, same channel next week. Bye for now.